This week on Trillionaire Mindset, we're talking about the debt ceiling and whether or not we'll raise it or we'll send the economy into a tailspin. That's right. Plus, the Berkshire Hathaway investor annual investor meeting where old farts Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett talk about how you're never going to be as rich as they are. And we're doing a deep dive into the New York Times' rehabilitation of Elizabeth Holmes. Does it work? We'll find out. Also, Diane Feinstein, welcome back. I'll get the beat man. Kramer, when I get done with you. Yeah. Are you ready? Fill me up, you know. Bitcoin solves this. Bitcoin 100,000. How's yours? Good. I, I feel better already. Yeah. What are you What are you reading? Uh, well, it's chapter three called "Feeling Good." Of what book? Oh, uh, this is personal development for dummies. Hmm. I'm of course reading the um the Bible. Oh, the Christian you, community Bible. Do you have a favorite passage? In I there? actually I was <laughs> just reading this in the Book of Job. Uh huh. And I I would like to read it for you for the audience if um if I may. <clears throat> this is Job 1, verse 6. One, of, one day the sons of God came to present themselves before Yahweh, and Satan came with them. That motherfucker. Yahweh asked Satan, where have you been? Satan answered, going up and down the earth, roaming about. <laughs> <laughs> He's always doing that shit. <laughs> He's always doing that shit. Yahweh asked again, have you noticed my servant Job? No one on earth is as blameless, blameless and upright as he, a man who fears God and avoids evil. Hmm. Wow, that really, that really hits home. Ah. I've been reading this about cooling yourself off. Anger management has become such a buzzword recently that there's even a Hollywood movie about... There's a typo here. <laughs> there's a typo in that book. And you know what? It's, I'm not even angry about it. That's how good this book's huh. doing. Continue. We haven't actually seen it as we're too busy helping people to not be angry. That's oh, who wrote this? The copy in this is horrible. Let's say that you are coming to a hypnotherapist for anger management treatment. Most hypnotherapists, who gives a shit? See, I'm already pissed. By the way, I know it's Job, you absolute fucking psychos. I know you're shitting your pants out there. A bunch of people just deleted shit. But it's spelled Job, so I don't know what you want to do. Take it up with God, okay? Man, it is really funny that they were just hanging out with Satan and God was like, "What have so what have you been doing?" What have you been doing, Satan? God's going, going up and down the earth. I think of Beetlejuice from from Howard Stern. I was just going up and down earth. Do you think they're like, "Oh fuck, Satan Satan's coming." Be cool. Hey guys. <laughs> who is Shit, that? it's Satan. <sighs> yeah, he probably sucked. That's why I they fucking hate banished. this guy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. As per usual, check the disclaimer in the description box so that you cannot sue us. Um, also, I guess thanks uh, thanks to everybody for joining us on the live show last week. It was real fun, and if you missed it, too fucking bad. No, it's actually not too bad because it's up online and you can still watch ah! it. Yeah, so it's your lucky day, pal. Go yeah, check it out. Yeah, so for those of you who still insist on asking, where is it? <laughs> 
Just look go to trillion, go to YouTube.com slash Trillion Mindset and hit the live tab and you yeah. can watch them all there. You'll see it. There's You'll all kinds it. of funny stuff we're doing. Yeah, freaky shit that we're into. I mean, we... <laughs> That's where we get real freaky. Man, some are, some are saying that that was one of our best lives yet. I do feel like they say that every time, but maybe we just get better and better. Maybe that's probably the case. Maybe that's probably the case. Uh, man, we gotta we gotta open up with some real awesome news. We have some huge trillionaire mindset um, medal of valor. <laughs> medal of valor. I watched Going Clear last night. What's the, that? The Scientology documentary. Did you really? And they awarded um they awarded Tom Cruise the they made up an uh, an award for him called the medal of valor i like the that. freedom i think it was the freedom medal of valor hmm. and man when he accepted <clears throat> he he you just see it in his eyes he believes it i just realized i i'm i'm wearing a shirt that i must have had in greece and my mommy washed it for me because it, oh, it smells like yeah, Grecian. It, smells, it smells like my mom's house in greece oh man that's yeah nice. you can't if, ever if you it. if you're noticing my calm demeanor this episode it's because i'm thinking of mommy <laughs> and if you're noticing mine it's because i done quitted coffee Yep, just tea, just black tea for this boy, this young man. Uh, anyway, so we got to hand out these awards. First, we want to h- give a huge congratulations to Mark Zuckerkorn. Uh, he put his ass in a guy's face and what a medal for it. Um, p- p- doing Pretty p- sick. Playing jujitsu. And this poor schmuck, I mean, Dude, look at he- him. <laughs> You're the guy. <laughs> thank God his belt is obscuring his face. A lot. They aren't. They they haven't really released this, but I I have heard that that is a Meta employee. So it, it does feel a little bit uh... <laughs> <laughs> that he's got his and yeah. You can see. Look at the face on Mark Zuckerkorn. He is really. Um, also, he is packing heat. He's got a caboose. Oh yeah, look dude. I, b- I believe the kids are saying he's caked up. Are they really? I mean. There is photographic evidence of it, so look no further. But man, that's gotta suck to get your ass whipped by, by Mark Zuckerberg. Golly, I'd sue him after. Yeah, (laughs) your honor, he went way too hard. For the audio listener, it is a photo of Mark Zuckerberg pinning a guy. It it looks like it looks like the bully. It looks like the nerd fighting back, the fighting the bully back finally. And 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 the bully is surprised by the nerd's kind of like freak monkey strength. You know, all that pent-up anger from being bullied oh, yeah. so much. He just just, drops, you leave me alone! He drops his books. He's going yeah. nuts. Yeah, and he and he does the one thing that he knows how to do because his brothers always do it to him, which is pin him down and put your ass in his face. So the, we want to award him the medal. The Medal of Valor. The Medal of Valor. Uh, uh, is it Valor? <laughs> Did we say Valor? That's what you said. I thought it was Honor. Oh. oh no! Okay, who knows? We we'll have to run the tape back. <laughs> We're gonna have to confer with our team and figure yeah. it out. But the the but other he is getting a medal. Yeah, he is getting a medal. Um, check it. It'll be in the mail. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Diane Feinstein. We also this one. I don't. <clears throat> we got to give her a. <laughs> I don't feel good about this one. Ah uh, man. Oh, it's a shame that those. St- she's not at the top of the stairs in the background there. Ben, why? And what? Is... I mean, so, uh, you have such a. I mean, look at this woman. <laughs> if anything, I feel bad for her. I don't want her oh, to be pushed totally. down. St- I, why are we doing this to her? Let uh, her go it's home. not us doing it. She's doing it to us. Do yeah, not let her, that woman gaslight you. And her uh, her congressional aides. How does she not have a gray hair on her head? 89 years old. Dye. Oh, hair dye? D-Y-E. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So... Uh, just incredibly brave of this longtime California Democrat senator to um, 
to selflessly continue to serve, even in her, some might say, crypt keeper-like decrepit old state. It is very brave of her to continue to serve the government, no doubt to the best of her abilities, with all of her cognition intact. Thank you. Kind of brave. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be going to Congress. I'd say. No, it's very brave. I'd say know. I'm staying here with the milk and cookies. Uh, yeah, look at her. She's got one eye open <laughs> in this picture. <laughs> oh, boy. If I saw a great thing. I mean, if you wouldn't, we we don't allow elderly people to, I mean, you wouldn't hire her to run a fucking cash register at a McDonald's. I would let her run a cash register. I sure as hell wouldn't. Yeah, it is tough. We got all these, uh, we're all, we're, people are like, they protest in front of Congress, like, we want to be able to retire and stuff. And you have just like the oldest motherfuckers in the world, like, retire. Yeah. <laughs> What is that? I remember when they invented retiring. <laughs> I voted against it. She probably fucking did. Anyway, we wish her all the best. Ding! Oh, the next medal goes to Tucker Carlson. All, all of these people are huge friends of the show. <laughs> Tucker actually called us when he left Fox News, and he, yeah. uh, he was the first one to announce... He told us first what he was yeah, doing. Yeah, he did, and we had to keep it secret. He's taking a show off Fox. He's going to fucking Twitter. The last bastion of free speech. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, wait, he, there's a 787. Oh, yeah, the, the, the defamation lawsuit with Dominion. Oh, man, he's just uh, he's a real winner, and we love Dude, that video. It's probably got 20 million views at this point. Oh, I think the impressions on it, which is, I don't know if it's different from- Insane video, where he's just like, nowadays- if you say gay on cable TV, they'll cancel you. Yeah. 25.3 million views. One, it, see, this is confusing. Then 121.6 million views. That just must be how many people, people viewed saw the tweet. People saw the tweet, yeah. and then 25 million people watched the video. Yeah, yeah. Golly. Well, this should be interesting. Did you see Fox News numbers? Or, like The ratings are tanking since he left? Oh, no. Bummer. <laughs> I hope they don't have to, I don't know, fucking go out of business. Uh, so, who's the last person to get a Congressional Medal of Honor from us? That's it. That's it. So that was the first round of medal. Uh, we hope to give many more for... They are costing us a fortune, though. We're probably going to use... Because they're solid gold. Yeah, we're going to have to like sell the... Um... We might be going gold-plated after this. Yeah. Oh, no, we're going to have to sell the copper pi- piping in this in this building to... To pay for the gold. To pay for that. Oh, what's the the other? Oh, we wanted to do a quick, some quick Google I/O coverage. So Um, Google I/O is the is the annual conference that Google puts on. It's similar to Tesla's Investor Day, and it's just their annual thing where they talk convention. Yeah, the Apple thing, and uh, we got this handy video that. Yeah, they can explain it way better than we could. It's a quick summary of everything. Let's just get right into it. AI and AI, 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 generative AI, generative AI, generative AI, AI as AI, 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 it uses AI to bring AI, 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 AI. Nice. So there it is. Yeah, that's Google I.O. Yeah, pretty much everything that you need. Do you know what the I.O. stands for? Uh-uh. What does it stand for? I'm pretty sure it's ones and zeros from... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like an on and off. I thought it, I was going to guess on and off switch, like on a computer. The old school, just I-O. 
Uh, I think you're right, though. I thought it was I mean, that also works. I kept thinking about that old Nelly song, E.I. Mama E.I. Yeah, that's E.I. This is I.O. Yeah, but then he was saying A.I. Mama I.O. Yeah, whoa, your lip just trembled there. <laughs> Whenever I think about Nelly, I get to trembling. Yeah. I hope he's doing well. Do hope you? He, he, hope he does something to earn a Trillionaire Mindset Congressional Medal of Valor. Freedom. Fuck. It's losing its value immediately because we can't even remember the name of it. They're I kinda, can't remember They're the kind of worthless. They know they're worthless. They are worthless. Speaking of worthless, how about that debt ceiling, man? Yeah, what do we really, really want to talk about? Yeah, huh? we're going to get into that debt ceiling. What's the ceiling? biggest story right now? The it would have to ceiling. be the debt ceiling. I tell you what, I don't even I don't even want to talk about it because it's it seems like it's always a story until it's not. They always work it out. Um, but the problem is that <clears throat> every time it feels worse and worse. But there's always the standoff about the debt ceiling, and there, if we do default on our debt, there are dire consequences. Even if we come close, because if we come close, we could get downgraded. Again, right, like, I think like in what 2011. In, yeah, Moody's. Yeah, we got downgraded. Pretty moody of them, if you ask me. Uh-uh. <laughs> for just a little bit, just for, for just coming close, Moody's. Yeah. Definitely. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, the debt ceiling is a very silly, made-up thing that signifies the maximum amount we can borrow. Right, the United States government spends more than they earn from taxes. Very right? responsible, yes. So you have to, uh, well, it's not irresponsible. It's just, that's the way. But it's stupid to put a cap on that then. It is stupid. And for a very, we. it first happened in 1917 during World War One. so we could spend more money than we were earning. And pretty much forever, it was like a, they would joke. It's like a... It's just like a tradition. Oh, we're going to raise the debt limit. Like it's this stupid made up thing. And, but recently it has become a political tool for when, <clears throat> when an opposition party wants to, Democrats have done it. Republicans do it. Republicans mm-hmm. are doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's become a tool, you know, we, well, we have all these demands. Otherwise we'll throw the economy into a tailspin and, fucking wreck everyone's shit yeah that would wreck their own demands too <clears throat> completely yeah and just to be clear uh so what's happening is kevin mccarthy and uh and house republicans are holding up negotiations to raise the debt limit and so they want to they're saying we have to come up with a new budget that has a bunch of their demands in it including a bunch of social spending cuts uh they want like it's always like work requirements for welfare recipients and stuff. Um, all all things that Biden has said, he's he's holding firm on. He is most, not going to budge. I think they want to expand fossil fuel production. Um, <clears throat> and if anyone watched the Trump, what was it, a town hall on town CNN hall on last CNN. night? He said, "Did you see?" He was like, "He thinks that McCarthy should call his bluff." And push, push. He it. said, "Just let him default," which is wild. Okay, because I don't, <laughs> I don't know if people really know what's going to happen. Like, so they estimate GDP GDP would drop four percent, even if there's just a brief default. Yeah, you're talking about two million jobs going away. Yeah, if it's more serious, over seven million jobs they estimate. Jesus, gone. Yeah, 
Well, they also don't really, it's an, these are all estimates because they have admittedly, all the experts say we don't really know what would happen because it's never happened. Right. But I mean, if we don't have the money to pay for these things, then, you know, you have government programs that millions of people rely on. Right. Are not going to be funded. Okay. Social Security, Medicare and Medicaid, veterans benefits, mm-hmm. SNAP, military pay, SNAP benefits. Yeah. Federal salaries. Everything. Uh, yeah. And not to mention the reverberating effects that would be felt around the world when the world's reserve currency suddenly plummets in value. Right. So, you know, not a whole lot on the line if you really think <laughs> about it. Yeah. Well, that's what's crazy to me. So they were talking about how. So it was. What's today? Thursday? It was Tuesday. Or no, was it yesterday or Tuesday? Yes, I can't remember. Tuesday or Wednesday, Biden met with the four uh, leaders in Congress. It was Chuck oh. Schumer, Mitch McConnell, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, and, and um, Kevin McCarthy. And they talked about how they hadn't met to discuss this since February. Awesome. <laughs> and it's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Well, because we hit the limit on January 19th. Right. We actually hit the limit, and the Treasury Department has been deploying what it calls extraordinary measures, which are basically accounting tools and tricks that curb certain government investments and prioritize things so that bills can continue to be paid. But Janet Yellen, the Secretary of the Treasury, has said that those extraordinary measures are set to kind of run out and expire by June. June 1st. June 1st. Yeah. He said... So Biden said there was, so out of the five of them, there was three people, three out of the five said, okay, look, defaulting is off the table. It's not an option. And it's like, okay, who were the two? Yeah. I kind of have a feeling it was Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell. Yeah. If I had to guess, it'd probably be those two. Also, quit being such a bitch and just name them. If I was the president, I'd be like, yeah, these motherfuckers said they're going to ruin our lives. Yeah. No kidding. That is kind of weird. It's Maybe like, it's a power move to just kind of be like, yeah, you guys figure out who it might be. But it's not at all. Like if it, I, if Trump was the president, he would fully come out and be like, true. you know who's trying to ruin? Yeah. Which is the move. You should do that. Yeah. You should be like this. You should name the people who are potentially going to cause you a lot of harm. Also, just to really quick piggyback off of what we were saying about what could happen. Janet Yellen herself in January wrote to Congress and said, quote, Failure to meet the government's obligations would cause irreparable harm to the U.S. economy, the livelihoods of all Americans, and global financial stability. <laughs> yeah, they uh, asked her. So, so they're talking about, you know, they, they what's going to happen, what are the consequences and everything. And she was basically just like, I, it's not even worth discussing. Like, it would be so bad. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about what's going to, like, they just need to fix it. Yeah. And because what happened to like Argentina, Greece, sorry, um, cut that when they couldn't pay their debts, you know, things. <laughs> and so, uh, if you had to guess, uh, do you know what the national debt is without looking? Because I have it written, yeah, there. I know. Our, Fuck, I was gonna have you guess, it's like 31.5 trillion, it is 31 trillion. The cap is set at 31.381 trillion. I remember back in the day when it was like 12 trillion. Boy, those were the days. Yeah. Or the Clinton administration when it was a surplus and we had no, extra no, no. money. Wasn't it a surplus back then? It I was think, a budget surplus. Yeah, we didn't spend more than we... Wait, wait. You think Clinton fixed it and then we just... <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that we didn't have a national debt 
Like, no, no, no. That for like the year, I think there was a budget surplus. Got it. Okay. Well, I was wrong. Uh, yeah. So I mean, now they're weighing all the options. There aren't great options. Um, you know, they can do like extraordinary measures and start trying to figure out who can get paid. Bondholders would be first. <clears throat> right. Treasuries. Uh, the Federal Reserve could come in and buy some of those and take those over. I mean, there are... Right. They could find some short-term short term solution to extend the limit so they can negotiate further. Right. Uh, the trillion-dollar coin, which we probably won't go into right now, if you want... I think it's our second episode. We that discussed right. the trillion-dollar coin. Um, it's funny watching journalists and stuff ask him about the trillion dollar coin he's basically said it's off the table Mm -hmm. uh but that would essentially it's a loophole meaning that we would mint a trillion dollar platinum coin and the fed would have to accept it and we it would basically do away with the debt limit right um and then there's another one where so they're you know getting creative there's a thing in the the 14th amendment that biden is actually saying he's thinking about invoking where it basically states that the val- the validity of U.S. debt shall not be questioned. So it, basically invoking the Constitution and saying that, you know, America will not default on its debt and the debt limit does not have to be... But didn't he admittedly say that that would just be kicking the can down the road because it likely would end up failing? He said, not that it would fail, he said that it would probably be litigated, so it it probably wouldn't be a solution right now because there's going to be all kinds of legal challenges to it. Right. But that's where I get fucking frustrated. It's like, okay, so why weren't you talking about this in February, March, right. April? You dumb motherfucker. You had other things to do. You had ice cream to eat. You know? Yeah. And so now everyone's wondering if America is going to fucking blink. I can tell you right now what's going to happen. I, I feel like I could tell you what's going to happen too. Fucking nothing. We are going, it's going to come down to the wire or at least close to the wire and it will be raised or suspended because it has always been. The track record is 100% of the time it always gets raised or suspended. Yeah, In but- fact, 78 times since 1960 was it raised and suspended seven times since 2013. Yeah, but see, I don't think that's the... <clears throat> I think you're right that it will be raised, but I think it's the terms that it gets raised on, right? So yeah. that's the problem is that Biden is probably going to cave because the the Republicans are nuts and they go, I don't give a fuck. The only thing I saw him caving on was so, COVID, COVID um, budgeting for, for COVID, uh, fighting COVID or whatever. There's like $18 billion or something earmarked for, yeah. for COVID prevention. And but what is kinda, it today? March 11th or something? Yeah, May, it's May. There's time for him to. You were wrong by two months. Did I say March? Yeah, you said March. Holy fuck. Yeah, now who needs a fucking brain scan? <laughs> well, you know what it was? Me. We were talking about February, March, April. Oh, yeah, sure. Give me a sure. break. Now, get, 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 cut that out, though. Uh, Janet, <laughs> you know, some, are, some people are saying, including Janet Yellen, that we should get rid of the debt limit entirely, in part because the argument is that it is, it is inherently harmful to the U.S. economy because it functions primarily to restrict borrowing that finances previous commitments. So yeah, why would you sign up to say, "Hey, we're going to pay for right well, two trillion worth of stuff," but the the debt limit is at one point eight? Like, come on, right? And it's important to note that raising the debt limit does not like authorize new spending. Sure, um, 
It yeah. covers existing commitments. <clears throat> I guess she's also co- uh, calling CEOs and stuff to tell to tell them about the uh, yeah. the absolute hellscape that will which is will weird. Enter. Like, what is, what does that do? You call I actually don't warm? think it's weird because who who really calls the shots? Who's doing all the lobbying? CEOs, CEOs, businesses. Yeah. Uh, so she's basically trying to be like, "Yo, call your fucking boys." Yeah. Your tell Republican them, <laughs> friends. Tell them to get their fucking act together. Yeah. That's you know, why I that's, think I think McCarthy's going to cave. I think the Republicans have a lot more to lose. Mm, you don't want to get blamed for being the ones. Not only are you the I ones. I still think they bl- they they blame Joe Biden. Yeah, but how they're they're calling for. Uh, because their whole shit is acting in bad faith, right? Like yeah. they're talking about how worried about the debt they are. I've never heard them bring up the Trump tax cuts from what was it, twenty eighteen? Mm-hmm. Which, depending on which study you go by, raise the debt by like two to four trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't fucking matter, right? Eighty five percent of those tax cuts went to the wealthy, so it's like, whatever. Okay, but there's so it's all it's like it's like we we need to get our spending in line, meaning, you know, we need to cut Social Security. We need to cut Medicare and Medicaid. We need to make sure, um, you know, if people are receiving welfare that we harass them habitually, (laughs) you know, it's it's never like, oh, my God, we need to fucking roll back all of these Trump tax cuts. We need to make sure we're military spending. Yeah, it's never that. Yeah. That's why so, I think that it's going to bite them in the ass. If they not only were to tank the economy, but tank it because they wanted to gut social programs. Like, how fucking soulless and spineless can you be? It doesn't matter, though. It's always like, I don't know. No one's talking about that. They're just like, they're protecting us from the woke liberal mob. <laughs> Thank God. Someone's got to. Someone's got to protect They're doing us from God's the, work. The woke liberal mob. Man. I mean, think about it. If nobody stopped Bud Light from making fucking gay beer. If it was up to Joe Biden, every goddamn Bud Light can would have a rainbow flag on it. Oh, yeah. And your children would be drinking it and immediately wanting to go into interior design. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be serving it at schools nationwide. You'd be hiding booze from your kids for a whole nother reason. Yeah. Yeah, truly. Honey, lock the liquor cabinet. It might make our kids gay. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, shit. I So, I think that they're going to get, I think that the Republicans are going to start to get pressure from, from uh, like the guy was saying on the radio on the drive over here, they're going to get pressure from donors and all these people who have, I think that's who don't the real, want the fucking economy to collapse. I think that's the real... Uh, Right. That's the real hope is that like it'll come from donors and yeah. lobbyists rather than I, I can't imagine. Well, that's who props supporters. these people up. Right, right. Exactly. So, I mean, I think Janet Yellen is making the uh, the prudent political move, whereas I don't know what the fuck Joe Biden's doing. Dude, get out there. Be like Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy are like default is an absolute option. <laughs> I'm just so tired of this. I'm tired of these people running the country. Do you do you like uh <clears throat> I I'm seeing a lot do more Do I like uh I'm let me get it. <laughs> RFK Jr. I was reading more about him. Sure. And his his thing and and there was another uh big politician or talking head saying the same thing that the answer is to stop the imperial project. 
And like we have how many military bases around the world? Like 600? 800, I think. 800? Somewhere between 700 and 800, yeah, maybe I think. we ought to do something about that. Maybe so do I like uh, do what? Anymore. Like send the boys home. Yeah, but what was your question? Do I like? Oh, do you do you like his platform about that? Because I haven't read oh, hardly Robert anything about F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that there's a problem with him that you know about that I don't, because you are way more politically involved than I am. But no, I'll tell you, he's. It's like it feels like he's uh, nuts. No, I don't know. I every time I listen to him, I'm like, he's kind of speaking my language. Oh, sure, that's great. Uh, yeah, and. He's invoking like all the shit about like, you know. Didn't they, he say that the CIA they got my uncle? And yeah, got... yeah. Also, the funniest tweet I've seen about it was the CIA now has an opportunity to do the absolute funniest thing ever. Yeah, uh, to kill him. But <laughs> <laughs> after after naming the CIA and blaming them for for everything, including and especially his uncle's assassination. If you don't know who his uncle is, it's John F. Kennedy. <laughs> Uh yeah no I don't know I've been watching some of his stuff I people say he has weird stuff about vaccines but that's the thing I looked into it a little bit it seems more like he's again I haven't looked into it enough to like give him a you know like approval but it seemed more like he was talking about big pharma and stuff which is like that's not that crazy to not be super stoked about big pharma um but yeah all the stuff he's talking about with empire and the intelligence community yeah. and uh i'm like dude they're gonna get your ass yeah they <laughs> like, really are uh but like well the problem though is that someone should be talking about it yes um i don't know gotta see a little bit more from him but every time it's like i'm like god damn i can't believe he's saying that yeah it's very refreshing, but the problem is that we still have joe biden as the democratic nominee so here's what i think I think that we ought to have a uh, we ought to put on a fundraiser for for Joe Biden and invite him and some other prominent Democratic figures. I don't know, maybe Diane Feinstein, uh, and have him play a game of Twister. You know, like as like a sexy thing. No, no, as like a because you know, can you imagine old people playing Twister. Bad. I mean, it's dangerous. That'd be so dangerous. It would be dangerous. You <clears throat> slip and you fall the wrong way on your head. It's game over. I'm not going along with this. No, I mean I'm just saying it's just a it's a it's a game. I also don't know much about uh, RFK Jr.'s career. You know, um, I don't care. I do. I mean, that's the thing. Like at this point, you know when. The thing with Bernie was that people could kind of look back at his record and be like, oh, shit, he's been saying the same thing for fucking decades. He's yeah. been on the front lines of all this stuff. He's been standing with workers, whatever. Um, Should we look real fast? Like no, it's not no. worth it. We don't have to do a whole okay. RFK. I mean, even I wouldn't be able to tell just from his Wikipedia page. But even that's the thing, you know. Yeah, I don't know. With the Kennedy brothers, they had a whole... Kind of a weird history, too. I mean, they both fucking worked on the... They were legislative aides for uh, fucking Joe McCarthy. Not a great start to your political career. Mm. <clears throat> but then they, you know, grew a lot. I'd like to see what his background's like before. What's with the redhead Kennedy? How's I he related? I hate that motherfucker. How is he... Re- is I he Joe? that motherfucker. Is he Joe, Joe Kennedy Joe the Ken- third? Yes. How is he related to RFK? Cousins? Uh, 
No, that's got to be his nephew. Well, I guess like maybe a second cousin or something. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my God! If I see that motherfucker Joe Kennedy, what do you not like about him? Um, is it red hair? He. Oh man, yeah. He. Who did he challenge in 2020? He fucking left. uh... He looks like a royalty. Yeah. He left. Who did he challenge? Yeah, he for ran, Senate. He ran for Congress. Ed Markey. Yes, he tried to fucking beat Ed Markey. Oh my god! And he left. <laughs> he left his position and then lost it. Oh my god! Wait, I don't understand. Okay, so in 2020, he wanted to challenge Ed Markey. Okay, and he he was maybe a. Oh god! Was he a Congress elbow. person? Fuck. I don't know. Sorry, this was like four years ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just like a smug little... I mean, why would you challenge someone who's got a good record and is like a progressive? Oh, that. Oh, okay. So Ed Markey was a... <laughs> right. a prog- and he's okay. like, I'm a Kennedy. I deserve it. Yeah. Mm. What is he doing now? Consulting? Fucking probably. Like when you lose in a... Well, he's a Stanford Kennedy. Stanford-ass, so Harvard-ass motherfucker. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck you. He's part of the United States Special Envoy for Northern Ireland. Ireland. Oh, good. Uh, well, I guess know. Biden hooked him up with a yeah a member. Oh, he's a member of the no no uh, he, he was oh was yeah, was yeah. so he left he left to God. to run for um run for senate and then he lost. Okay, all right. Well, good for him. We wish him good luck and all the Kennedys. May the curse not. Well, that's another thing people keep bringing you. up. So there are, there are a bunch of Kennedys who are not supporting. RFK. They said they don't support his run or whatever, and they keep bringing that up. They're like, "Hmm, curious that your own family hates your guts, Robert. Care to comment?" And he's just like, "We don't agree on everything." Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's shift gears, shall we? Ah, <sighs> let's take a breath. Remembering that Bible quote, it's giving me power. Satan. Satan. Going all up and down the earth. We ask for your help. I wonder where he is now. Anyway, the Berkshire Hathaway shareholder meeting was this last weekend in Omaha, Nebraska. And if you don't know what Berkshire Hathaway is, it is the giant, giant conglomerate holding company that is run by Warren Buffett. And Charlie Munger, his his best bud, Charlie Munger. You might see them at one of Ben's Twister games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Munger is the walking dead. He's 99 years old. He is, I mean, you got to give the guy credit. 90 fucking nine. And then Warren Buffett is, I think, 96 or something like that, which is fucking insane. I thought he was in his 80s. They look great. They look great. That's a trillionaire mindset salute. Yeah, he he gets a, an honorary medal of freedom. Um, but so I just thought that it was kind of cool because they they every year they do this thing. They own so many companies uh, and stakes in so many companies. Famously, they own like C's candies, so they're always eating C's candies. Uh, but they they a lot do of these. Are wondering if that's the key to long life. To longevity, it's yeah. that and and cherry. Doesn't and he drink coke. cherry yeah. coke? Whatever. Yeah, he drinks like four cherry cokes a day. But they they have a three hundred and seventy three hundred and forty seven billion dollar portfolio 
uh, most of which is actually just 11 stocks. Apple alone paid $214 million uh, in dividends this quarter to Berkshire Hathaway, and they have a whopping $160 That's what I hate, the, billion dollars in cash. They're always like, how to trade like Warren Buffett, and then you look at his holdings and it's like <laughs> Apple, Coca-Cola, yeah, <laughs> Blue Cross, Blue Shield or something. Well, and part of the thing is <clears throat> I was I was not only looking at um the, the origins of of Berkshire Hathaway and uh and all that shit, but just he gets they do a Q&A session with all these investors. Um but he was commenting uh, Warren Buffett was talking about banking and how it relates to uh insurance. And he was saying that banking sucks because you get this money from um, from depositors and stuff, and you're meant to do things with that money. That's how bankers make their money. They loan it out and all that shit. But that comes with pitfalls, of course. You got to pay dividends. You got to pay interest, all, this, all sorts of shit. Risk. Risk, yeah. And, I mean, you look at what happened with the banks. Whereas, Just look at what happened with them. Look at what happened with the banks. But insurance is different. With insurance... People pay their premiums, and then the insurance company can just, they it's called the float. That money that they then get is called the float, and they can invest that however they see fit. And they can refuse to pay your claims. They oh, can. yeah. Well, they'll fight you on that shit, <laughs> tooth and nail. Uh, but they don't have to pay out until someone files a claim. And I think it was in the... And sometimes when they do, they don't have to pay still. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Like I said, they will fight you. Um, not AAA, though. They sure paid me out quick for that Volvo. I, I love them. But so one of the things that they did in one of their biggest secrets, not even secret, has been doing insurance, acquiring insurance companies, and then using that money to then invest. And like in the 90s, he bought, or they, yeah, Berkshire bought just like, $2 billion worth of, maybe $3 billion total, one and a half each to Coca-Cola and American Express. And now they're worth like, those positions are worth like $45 billion. And like, sure, okay, to what you just said. I mean, I know you're talking about how they're boring, but in my mind- No, it's, no, no, not boring. It's just like- Yeah, you did it in the 90s. Right, right. You're not Where are you going to get that again? Right. Yeah, when you've got Rivian going public for 120 fucking billion dollars. I'm not saying it's boring. I'm just saying like that's not an option for you. I'd like to see a young Warren Buffett (laughs) and Charlie Munger do what they did today. Right. Put them in a time machine or inject them with a fucking, um, what's what's the thing that the QAnon people say that they drink baby blood for? Adrenochrome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, inject them with some adrenochrome. Benjamin Button their asses, and uh, let's see them do that again. They probably could, but uh, they. Charlie Munger himself said, uh, "Value investors are going to have a harder time now that there are so many of them competing for a diminished set of opportunities." And he said, "Get used to making less." Very uplifting shit. Awesome. Something that I've been harping on for the last decade is just it feels increasingly like it is harder and harder to find opportunities because it is becoming so much more impacted. There are so many more people out there, so many smart people with so many tools available to them. It's more competitive than ever. Fuck. And he goes on to say, 
I think the solution of having a huge proportion of the young and brilliant people all go into wealth management is a crazy development in terms of its consequences for American civilization. We don't need as many wealth managers as we have. I agree with you, Charlie oh. Munger. <clears throat> I am surprised. But so what's he saying, though, is that there's just too many people who are wanting to get rich and wanting to chase after that life. And he calls out the bankers. Like he said, I remember when bankers right, used but to he's be... saying a huge proportion of young and brilliant people going into wealth management. Yeah, are there right. more and more people going into wealth management right now? Maybe. I find that I find that odd. I'd like to see the numbers on that. Like for example, I was just reading something about uh, less and less young uh, law school graduates want to go work for big law because when you know when you go work for a big law firm, you're often representing corporations and you know just generally fucking people over and people <clears throat> are saying you know we want to go do things that have a social impact and that kind of yeah. thing so i i yeah i'm wondering what if there are more and more young people going into wealth management i blindly trust what he says no i'm, I'm sure. sure that the data that he's got i don't know maybe it's uh um what's that word uh anecdotal yeah yeah but uh, he did. He did talk about how bankers. He said they should be more like engineers, uh, looking at how to stay out of trouble instead of getting fabulously rich. Totally yeah, agree with right. that. I mean, that's. <laughs> I'd love to see someone heed that advice. Yeah, shut up, Charlie. <clears throat> We're ruining the American economy again. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did. I liked what he said about they. They had some comments on AI, which was that basically, like everybody's saying, it's going to change the world in ways that we can't possibly fathom or predict right now but quite astute i like that he said um i think it was warren buffett said ai can change everything in the world except how we behave so it will the 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 greed and the fear will never that's ever actually not change. true charlie i've uh i've built a virtual girlfriend out of ai and um she's always home with me and she keeps me on top of my shit it's actually great having what's her name her name is Melinda, and um, that's weird. Why my high school girlfriend's name? Well, that's my AI girlfriend's name, Melinda. And she's always like, "You never take out the trash; it stinks in here." She can smell. I guess so. Or she can just sense it. Maybe she can sense it. Yeah, I put in some kind of sniff pr plug-in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can adjust the levels of like attitude, humor, like like the b robot in um, Interstellar. Yeah, but I'm way up on attitude. Yeah. You like that though. You like it. <laughs> I, like, I like when Melinda gives me lip. Uh, all right, all right. I'm doing it. Um, what else was there with this? These old farts. These old farts. See, this is the consequence of me not having coffee. But I actually feel better. I, I feel, feel better. I feel so much stronger and and more awake. Uh, I need some of that nicotine gum. I tell no, you. No, we gotta get you like a nice breakfast that would really. I had a banana energy. and a Belvita. No, see, that's not what I'm talking about. What, what do you think I should have? Like something oatmeal. Like, I wouldn't mind you eating some oatmeal. Avocado toast. Mm, maybe. I'll, 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 um, I'll have some next time. I'd do a nice yogurt, a Greek yogurt. <laughs> Get my cultures activating. Of course. Some uh, granola. Some active cultures. Fruit. Mm -hmm. Greek honey. Very good. Well, anyway, <laughs> and that's how I feel good. Uh, I just I'm curious what they're gonna do with all this um all this cash. Uh, what you gonna do with all that cash? They're never gonna pay cash. a dividend again. Warren Buffett said that they paid a dividend once, and it was a huge huge mistake. I don't know why. I don't understand why. 
Uh, and yeah, they're probably just going to be on the lookout to swoop up some more companies at some point. So we're looking to swoop, baby. That should be fun. Oh, and they they've got their successors named, and they said that they have one hundred percent faith they won't in tell them. Us who it is. No, they they did. It was oh. some guy named Ajit something Ajit John or something is going to head all the insurance stuff, and then some uh, white man in his fifties or something is going to. What makes you think Ajit's not white? Uh, just a wild guess. Oh, I think I think he might be of Indian descent. With a last name like John. It's like Jean, J-E-A-N. I could be getting it wrong, but anywho, uh, let's don't, see. Don't assume things. Should we get? Can we get into the Elizabeth Holmes yes, stuff? Yes, of course. Who is Elizabeth Holmes? You guys know who Elizabeth Holmes is. She was the, she was the head of Theranos. Okay, the, what was Theranos? The revolutionary... Uh, Blood testing. Yeah, they, they were going to build a machine that would let... They were going to save everyone's lives, all right? We would maybe not have to say goodbye to our loved ones so soon with with the help of a Theranos device that could that could prick your finger and take that tiny drop of blood and tell you if you have a whole wide variety of diseases or or it could even tell you you were about to have a miscarriage if you actually had a healthy pregnancy, which was um you know, kind of a cool thing they figured out they could do. Yeah, things uh, that otherwise would take vials and vials worth of blood <laughs> could they could they could assess with merely a no, but they drop. couldn't. That's the point. Yeah, I know, but that's that's that was the lie that they right, sold. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was that woman. They they told her she was going to miscarry. She didn't. I think there was one woman they told um, that she had HIV when she did not. Uh, which is pretty good news, actually. If you give them the bad <laughs> stuff first. I'd be like, wow, thanks, Theranos. <laughs> yeah, I guess you might get a new lease on life after that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they were misdiagnosing cancer patients. Uh, the, the whole thing was a total fraud. The, the machine couldn't do what it said it could do. There's a... And, yeah, when it became apparent that it was not going to work out, she just decided to plow ahead and um, mislead investors and defraud them. And she ended up getting... <clears throat> indicted and uh I believe she's getting sent to jail for 11 years. Wow. And her her co-founder and former boyfriend. Former boyfriend. He's currently serving a 13-year year sentence. Jesus. And the so she has not been sent to jail yet. She has been delaying her she's been delaying it and the New York Times put out a lovely little article. I didn't know. I I think we might have had Maybe we had Elizabeth Holmes wrong the whole time. So it was called Liz Holmes wants you to forget about Elizabeth. The black turtlenecks are gone. So is the voice. As the convicted Theranos founder awaits prison, she has adopted a new persona. Devoted mother. Okay. And also, so this is the, I'm blanking on her name. Can you, if you can see her name, this is the woman who was covering Hillary Clinton for the New York Times for Amy oh, Chos- Amy Chozik, yeah. Uh, so you know she's good at kind of uh, and- sniffing out bullshit, and, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know. And she, I think she's putting out a book on on her time with, um, on her time following Hillary Clinton on the campaign trail and everything. But so now she's uh, she's doing her crack journalism with Elizabeth Holmes. And the, so I was surprised. I I never knew if the voice was actually, I think 
for a while she was saying the voice was real, but in this she says, in case you're wondering, Miss Holmes speaks in a soft, slightly low, but totally unremarkable voice. No hint of the thro- throaty contralto she used while running her defunct blood testing. Right, because that was part of the thing. She had she had idolized Steve Jobs, going so far as to even wear his trademark turtleneck black black turtlenecks, but she changed her voice as well and talked like this. My name is Elizabeth Holmes, and I'm going to revolutionize the blood testing industry. And it was this, it was just a total psychopath move. So now she's trying to save face by owning up to that it was bullshit and saying, I'm actually just a normal woman, and I'm a mom, and my name is Liz, who's going to prison. Right. I I think she had two kids after she had been indicted and probably knew she was going to be going to jail why are they putting this out when she's about to spend the next decade in prison because like, why the new york, do it when you get out of prison the new york times would like to rehabilitate a uh her image fraudster can we see what else there is there's uh there may be there's some funny stuff in here jesus 10 years ago she was worth four and a half billion dollars on paper in theranos stock oh Cause, perfect cause, uh, theranos here. ran up to a nine billion dollar valuation can you believe that shit holy god Oy vey. Oh, what? The four and a half billion dollars? Yeah, that she was worth. I wonder how much of that she ended up cashing out. Well, either way, it all it all went kaput. But she founded Theranos at 19. Right. So why did she create that public persona? I believed it would be how I would be good at business and taken seriously, not taken as a little girl or a girl who didn't have good technical ideas. Maybe people picked up on that not being authentic since it wasn't. Yeah, I'd probably... Some alarm bells might be going off of, hello. Yeah, yeah. are you 19? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to change the world. <laughs> I'm going to change the world. This is blood testing. <laughs> she was apparently, I mean, if you watch the Hulu show, which I did, and it was really good, the machine worked one time, which is probably a fluke. It worked a time, a single time. Right. I mean, apparently, it's, it's really tragic. There's a, what is the guy's name? Ian something. It was her head scientist. He killed himself with like painkillers and alcohol, I think, around the time that she was pressuring him to just move ahead with everything. And he was like, it doesn't work. The tech is not there. It's not going to happen. I don't know if that was because his wife apparently still holds her responsible. um, And I guess she was really cold around the whole thing. Uh, The only response the wife got was a Theranos employee being like, we're going to be coming to pick up his computer and materials. Jesus. I I understand. I mean, just give me a break here when I say this, but I, I understand what Elizabeth Holmes was doing. She was trying to do what a lot of tech people do in certain cases, which is fake it till you make it. Right. It's getting the funding, selling the idea, and then making the technology work after the fact. Right. Because it, it looked like it was working at first, which got all these investors on board. And I mean, look at the the same thing happened with uh, Nikola, the the hydrogen powered semi truck company that at once was a Wall Street darling and then completely fucking floundered. Elon Musk did it. He, oh, he I mean, skated yeah. by on vaporware and 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 smoke and mirrors, and it worked out for him. Right. She was hoping to replicate that success, but it. Uh, God, can you imagine living in a world where instead of this happening, Elon Musk is in jail? And going, I want to be called yeah. L. 
I also fi- I just find it kind of strange that she's copping to how much this is just like a complete fabrication. You know, she said, you know, like yeah, the black turtlenecks, the kabuki red lipstick, the green juices, the dancing to Lil Wayne. Somewhere along the way, Miss Holmes says that the person got lost. At one point, I tell her that I heard Jennifer Lawrence had pulled out of portraying her in a movie. She replied almost reflectively, they're not playing me. They're playing a character I created. This isn't going to help get you out of prison. I feel like she I thinks I feel like it that... is working for some people. They're like, oh, you know, she's just a mom just like me. The amount of time she said, like, if you didn't know it was Elizabeth Holmes, you would think it was just another mom in a bucket hat getting a smoothie. But I thought she's... When is she going to prison? Uh, I don't know. They keep pushing it off. Huh. I, I guess she keeps like a... I don't know exactly what's going on with the... Wait, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> she told him she's not I, ready. Like the last statement, I saw there was a big push. Like, I don't understand what you're doing more harm than good by sending her to prison. She has two children that need her mother, blah, blah, which is like fine. I don't fucking care if she goes to prison. I don't know if that's like yeah, I don't care the either. solution here. Uh, she didn't hurt me. It's just a strange, you never hear people talk about this with like, you know, a, a lower income person who was like stealing diapers or something. They're like, kill them. We need to kill them. <laughs> it's the only way they'll learn their lesson. <laughs> and so like this whole thing to just like rehabilitate this women, woman who was messing with people's health and all this thing is just like, they're just all these like, <clears throat> They just want you to think she's so... So on the second day we spent together, Mr. Evans, her new partner, she fell in love after the whole thing blew up. Mr. Evans asked me what the most surprising part of spending so much time with Miss Holmes was. I told him it's that I didn't... Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. What's the most surprising part of spending so much time with her? I told him it's that I didn't expect her to be so normal. (laughs) Can you believe it? I realized I was essentially (laughs) writing a story about two different people. There was Elizabeth celebrated in the media as the rock star inventor whose brilliance dazzled illustrious rich men. Oh, that it's also important to know she, uh, she really did dazzle. Rupert Murdoch mm-hmm. uh, invested $125 million in Theranos. There was that former um, attorney general or something? Uh, there was a retired four-star, four-star Marine Corps general. Right. James Mattis. James Mad Dog Mattis. I think there was someone else. who A was real the- who's who of psychopaths. But Rupert Murdoch called himself one of a bunch of old men taken in by a seemingly great young woman. Total embarrassment. Yeah, he invested $125 million. Poor Rupert Murdoch. Poor Will anyone guy. think of Rupert Murdoch? God, is he dead yet? Is he alive? He's still alive. No, he's alive. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Good for him. <clears throat> the way Glad they met, the yeah. way the way they met is very strange too. I don't rich people, there's something I I've said it before. They meet at a Twister game? <laughs> Basically, uh, in 2017 as Theranos faced an onslaught of legal challenges, both civil and criminal, Miss Holmes moved to San Francisco where she met a recent MIT grad, an entrepreneur, Billy Evans, at a house party during Fleet Week to benefit wounded wars, warriors. Mr. Evans had gone out to get ice for a party he was hosting. So he left his own party to get ice. Okay. And a friend texted to ask if he was going to the benefit. So he agreed to swing by for a few minutes and he never made it back to his his party. My friends were texting, where are you? We're here. He's like, I'm talking to Elizabeth Holmes. I'm falling in love with her. Oh my God. The voice is actually not real. He said that? No. Oh. But I'd imagine you have to text your friends, hey, sorry, the ice isn't coming. I met Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, it sounds like he probably got a little 
turned on by even though he so at this point she was outed as a fraud yep all the stuff the the wall street journal article came out in like 2015 and then i think the investigation started in 2016 so by 2017 i'm pretty sure it all started imploding and then you know where they went where the burning man oh oh like any good tech entrepreneur entrepreneur they went to burning man together Did they say what drugs they did no, but they, they burned a tribute to Theranos. Oh, I, they did that in the beginning of the, of the Hulu show. That's right. She writes something on, on the thing, and yeah, they, oh, that's sweet. That's special. That's yeah. an eternal bond for those two. I don't trust this guy. What does he do? Well, I'm glad you asked. So she asks him, Mr. Evans took a few calls for work while I was visiting. I asked what he does. A lot of different stuff, investing, starting companies. What? What does that mean, pal? He's the new... I'm trying to be the new Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, me? I'm going to start saying that. What do I do? Investing. A lot of different stuff, of different really. Stuff. I'm starting companies. In in like, in like the lower income brackets, that means you sell drugs. In in the upper income brackets, it means you're... What does it mean? Trying to Maybe get his the rich sex parents? trafficking? I don't know. Maybe his rich parents? Probably. They did say his parents are hoteliers. Okay. In- you're fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is a good... If you're wealthy already, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. Sure, they've all failed. None have turned a profit. And my wife is going to prison for fraud. <laughs> they're, they're really, there's an insane story about their kid getting sick. They, she said, their toddler, William, recently had a 105-degree fever. The couple said, they raced him to the emergency room. The first thing the attending doctor said was... You look a lot like that horrible woman, <laughs> which I doubt is true. I doubt he said, I'm sure he recognized her, but there's no way he said you look there's a lot no like There's no way. That. And then he said, Miss Holmes looked at him with her piercing blue eyes and she said, I'm sure you're a better person than she. Oh, oh, this is the doctor still. I'm sure you're a better person than she is. The doctor seemed to realize who he was talking to. She continued. Then he said, are you Elizabeth Holmes? And I said, yes. And he said, I'm so sorry. And I said, don't be all you know is what you've read. There's no way that if something like that might have happened, there's no way you just said. Imagine- hey, are you like that? <laughs> hey, your kid's sick, but hey, you look a lot like that dumb asshole. Bitch. <laughs> you look like that horrible woman. Yeah. Anybody ever tell you that you look like that asshole woman? You know the the one that everybody hates. Incredible. You are her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible bedside manner. Someone else. Yeah. Someone else has to take care of your kid. Ugh. I remember when I first heard the term bedside ma- bedside manner, I it, I overheard my sister and my mom talking about like some doctor that my sister was seeing, and my 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 sister said oh, he's got great bedside manner, and my little kid brain goes, "Is this doctor fucking my sister?" Holy shit! Because <laughs> bedside manner, I didn't know what it meant. Like you fucking a bed I'm usually. Fucking this horrible woman. Well, I think that about wraps it up. No, no, no. There's more. Ready? Because this is my favorite part. What? Is there really? Yeah. Wow. The, the ki- her kid hates her. This is a fucking like 5,000 word uh, rehabilitation of Elizabeth Holmes. It's, they talk to her family. It's, it's, it's very great. Kate, um, what's the best part? By Billy, Billy's father, <laughs> William L. Evans' tally, there are over 7.6 million web results on Miss Holmes, all of them negative, compared with 21 million results, many of which are positive, for Osama bin Laden. What? What is his point? 
he's saying that it's fucked up that nearly all of the search results for Elizabeth Holmes are negative. How can you glean that they're all positive? Uh, he d- yeah. What did he? Fucking... What did he Google? Osama bin Laden is good. Also, not to pick nits here. Uh huh. No, pick them. But your daughter-in-law made a thing that didn't work. Okay. Yeah. Osama bin Laden, famous for having a plan that did work. Okay. It so, <laughs> so maybe that's why there's some positive results. Not saying that I'm viewing it positively, but I'm sure there are a lot of people around the world who might view that positively. I'm so proud of you for that. That was so good. <laughs> yeah. He, you have to admit, when it comes you to know, you, executing you a plan... Yeah. Arguably one of the hardest plans to ever be executed. Truly. I mean, you're talking... This guy, what did he train? 19 guys? Got he, I mean, he didn't. Americans did, which is the fucked up part. <laughs> right. He got Americans to play themselves. By she tr- couldn't even figure out if you had cancer or not. Yeah, that's a good place to end the show, I think. I think. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a little more. Actually, they did fail, the, the one in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. We got him. Okay, got he's him there. three for four. Elizabeth's 0 for 1. Jeez. What else is there? What do you got? Uh, oh, well, so this is great. A bunch of people, a bunch of people, wrote, in, <clears throat> a bunch of people wrote in letters to the judge. And, uh, you know, so she's got people dating back to her childhood. And she said, this is very funny. This is from her childhood friend. Uh, <clears throat> Theranos and more of a message to ambitious women everywhere. Don't girl. <laughs> I think I know exactly what you're going to say. Do not tell me it's a real quote. Don't girl boss too close to the sun. Don't girl boss too close to the sun or this could happen to you. There's an unspoken lesson for female executives. You're allowed to be successful, but not too successful, which is crazy. Okay, so this is a sorority sister of Miss Holmes. But she wasn't successful. She she didn't do it. Like, that's a fucking crazy thing to say. She girl boss too close to the sun. But yeah, do that is a that is our recommendation, everyone. Do not girl boss too close to the sun. Yeah, don't do it. Go in orbit around the moon. Just don't get too close to that sun. And then lastly, there's just a crazy story about her. Um, she got a dog. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know what this is, but maybe this is like her tenacity. Who paid this, this, this writer? Someone paid her. The New York Times. Yeah. Well, no shit the New York <laughs> Times paid her. She's on their payroll, but. So- I can't shake an earlier story that Mr. Evans relayed. In the waning days of Theranos, Theranos Miss Holmes got a dog, a Siberian husky named Balto. Last year, when a mountain lion carried Balto away from the porch, <laughs> Ms. Holmes spent 16 hours searching in the woods, digging through brambles and poison oak, hoping to find him alive. Everyone knew Balto was dead, but Ms. Holmes kept searching. The relentlessness, the certainty, the fanaticism, it's the same way Ms. Holmes kept hanging on at Theranos. I think he's trying to say that like she's ferocious and tenacious and she'll never give up. I think, but it's even stupider. It's like, no, dude. She doesn't know when to quit. She's mm. digging through poison oak for a dead dog. Yeah. Everyone knew Balto was dead. Yeah. And the best part is you think, oh, maybe he's going to come back to it. And it's like, maybe the the moral of the story is that she does find Balto and she saves his life, right? Wouldn't no. that be nice? No. Miss Holmes eventually found... Um, she killed Balto. Miss Holmes That's eventually found her... She eventually found her beloved husky Balto in the woods. By then the dog was gone, <laughs> torn apart by the mountain lion. Oh my God! The call coming from inside the house. 
And then it says, over antioxidant smoothies, Miss Holmes told me she has ideas for COVID testing. Oh, please let her create COVID tests from jail. Oh, man. Yeah. Let her, let her get rally the women's prison around to, to build COVID tests for all of us. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. <laughs> I know I sure have. Um, stay tuned for After Hours, where we're going to be tearing apart that Trump. Uh, oh, man. The Trump CNN town hall was um, it was perfection. It was true um, artistry. And I, I can't wait. Thanks, everyone. We love you. Goodbye. This week on After Hours. He should be invited to the Twister game. Yeah, get him at your Twister game. Get him at my Twister game. I don't want to go, man. That thing sounds like a mess. Nah, it'll be fun. You lube up the, the mat without the participants knowing. No, and, um, no, no. I'll check in. I'll call later. I say, how's it going over there? Their old ligaments and bones cannot handle it. Do you think it was like weird to, to be around him? Yes, 100%. That He seemed so normal. Yeah, he did. Did you see the one where he's talking about a woman's titties? To Google Michael Jackson titties. <laughs> Trust me, it's fine. It's fine. Trust me, it's fine. It's fine. Sign up on tmgstudios.tv to watch the full bonus episode.